Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Critically Uncritical Show with Inez Bai, where we have conversations and we use our brains to think critically, but we do it through an uncritical lens so that we can actually benefit from it. Because if we're just going to be judging ourselves out here, then we're not really going to get very far, are we? So welcome, welcome. It's been a little minute in between podcast episodes, but I'm really just feeling into letting it be a real clear message when I want to come on here and share something. And as some of you will know, who have been following me on Instagram this past week, I did a little solo trip down to Melbourne, just two nights by myself. And I really feel like as usually happens when you go traveling and have a little break from your routine, that you do get a lot of clarity and that you do have a fresh injection of new energy and new things that you have to say, new perspectives, all that good stuff. So I posted on the stories. I said, who wants to have an episode? So many of you voted yes. So here we are. Before we get started into today's episode all around Melbourne, what's been going on in my life, a little bit of a mental health update, where the business is at, all of the good things, I wanted to let you know that I am running an effortless sales masterclass, which is all about developing and refining your sales strategy so that it's easy for you to sell every day on your story, so that you don't feel guilty asking your clients for the sales, so that you know how to sell in your content, so that when people come to your DMs, they are ready to buy and ready to invest and make it work no matter what. The link for that is in the show notes. It is a one-off class that's going to be on the 11th of April. And I highly recommend that you get in on this masterclass no matter what level you are in your business. Because if you haven't started or you're thinking about starting a business, sales is going to be one of those things that you will have a huge learning curve. So the best time to get started is now. But also if you've been sitting at a certain level in your business and you're kind of ready to jump to that next level of income, maybe you're wanting to hit your first 10, 20K month and you're like wondering how you can do it, refining your selling strategy and really knowing how to speak to your client is going to be a huge piece, missing piece of that puzzle. So as I said, the link is in the show notes. If you have any questions, just come and ask me on Instagram and I'm really, really excited to see you there. So let's dive into behind the scenes. What has been going on for me? So on my Instagram, I have definitely been dropping hints that this past month for me has been, it's been a journey. It's been pretty freaking challenging. I would genuinely say that the past month for me has been one of the most challenging months I have ever had in my life, mental health wise, personally, like just with stuff that's going on with my life outside of the business. And it's been this incredibly um, or that there has been this incredible duality between what's been going on in my personal life versus what's been going on in the business. Because all the while that I had this really hectic time in my personal life, which I'll explain to you a little bit more about in a, a little bit later on in this episode, my business was thriving and it was the weirdest experience. And I wonder if anyone can relate to this feeling where when something is going really well in your life and it makes it so obvious that something else in your life is really challenging. And I found myself finding it difficult to be grateful for all of the good things that were happening because I was like staring at this massive gap and being like, wow, I can't even enjoy how good my business is going right now. You know, like I was making sales left, right and center, people constantly wanting to join my programs. Like I had a huge launch, all of these amazing things happened. So many things that I dreamed of happening for so long were just like manifesting into real life with seemingly no effort at all. And I was just like, how is this happening right now when my personal life is just 
kicking my absolute ass. We're now on the other end of that a little bit. There's still obviously things to be cleared up, which you'll understand when I talk about it in a moment. But I have really, really come to this understanding of experiencing life. You know, you really can't control what's going to happen in your life. And I did an Instagram live about how there is this huge myth in the coaching industry, which says that you should be able to control your thoughts and like make yourself feel certain ways and you've just got to like act as if which you can do all of those things but if you can't really believe it in your body if your mind is still you know saying these negative things to yourself or you still have these like doubts popping up in your like deep in your subconscious you telling yourself no it's fine I'm confident I'm just gonna feel into it you're glossing over the top of what actually needs to be heard. You're glossing over what you actually are feeling. And that is the thing that's going to subconsciously block you because your nervous system feels threatened by you trying to act confident. So what I mean by that, and this is something I've had to learn throughout this journey of the past month, is that your brain is a survival mechanism, right? So it's designed to help you survive, to live. It's not designed to help you like thrive and succeed and be abundant. It just wants to keep you like alive. So if you are constantly saying to your brain, no, it's fine. No, don't worry about it. No, I'm I'm not doubting myself. No, no, no. Like just trying to like not feel those negative thoughts because they feel yucky and because you've heard that in order to manifest, you have to be positive and that in order for your launch to go well, you have to be really excited about it. So you don't let yourself feel those yucky emotions. Your brain is like, why the fuck is she or, or they, why is this person not listening to my signal? And you know what happens when your brain feels like you aren't listening to it? It thinks that you're even further getting closer to the danger and then it starts to make that signal louder and louder and louder. So this is why when you're feeling really stressed about something and you try to tell yourself positive affirmations or you try to say, no, it's fine. Or you um, just try to like feel into confidence. It doesn't actually get away of that. It doesn't get away from that stressful feeling. And sometimes it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger until you get so overwhelmed and you're so sick of trying because it feels like such a struggle to have to be confident all the time. Your brain is designed to survive. And if it feels like you're not listening to it, it's going to just make those signals louder and louder and louder until you cannot ignore it anymore. And that's when we have these big breakdowns. That's when we have meltdowns. That's when we feel like nothing is ever working for us. And that's why we often feel like when we do so much and we're so trying to be so confident, trying to be so positive, trying to show up all the time, trying to give so much value, it feels so exhausting because we're pushing so much. What we really need to learn to do is acknowledge the struggle and be like, yeah, I can hear you brain. Like it it is hard and just sit with it. But we don't want to sit with it because it feels so like we're admitting defeat or we are worried that if we think about a negative emotion, we're never going to get out of it or that we're going to manifest something negative just because we think about something. And I'm here to tell you that you, your thoughts are not that powerful, firstly. And just because you think about something negative or you think that a launch isn't going to go well or whatever does not mean it's going to happen at all. And in fact, you have to have those thoughts and we need to learn how to actually feel and accept them in order for us to be thriving and to be successful because you can't control those negative thoughts. Like thinking that you, if you do enough positive affirmations or enough mindset work or enough like trauma healing that you're gonna get to a point where you're never gonna have negative emotions or not be stressed or not anxious is a delusion. You have to learn how to accept it because that's how you're actually gonna be able to move forwards from it and avoid getting to those really big overwhelmed places where your brain is like, hey bitch, listen to me. So what does it feel like to actually listen to your emotions? So for example, let's think about a common fear that a lot of my clients have and I had earlier on in my business of like, what if no one signs up? 
What if I never get any signups? And you don't want to sit with that because it feels so uncomfortable. You're like, oh, like what if, you know? But it's actually about saying to yourself, okay, well, it's normal that I feel like that because that's a fear that I have. And I'm going to listen to that. And your brain's like, ah, and you sit with it and it feels yucky. And those feelings of inadequacy come up, those feelings of fear and being worried about failure and, you know, being judged, all of those things come up and you just accept it and go, of course I feel like that because I'm taking a risk. I'm putting myself out there and you feel it and you let yourself go, well, what if no one signs up? Is that realistic? No, I'm not actually in any danger because it feels like such a danger. That's why you're registering it in your body as like a threat. You're like, what if no one signs up? But you have to teach yourself it's safe. It's okay that even if no one signs up, which is actually impossible, because if you keep trying, you keep showing up, inevitably there's going to be some sort of result from it. You'll be okay. You'll figure it out. There'll be an opportunity to innovate. You'll do something else. You'll hire a different coach, whatever. And it's just about really sitting with it and being like, okay, that's a normal fear. And it's normal that I feel like that, but it can't hurt me. And even if that situation does happen, it's not going to hurt me. And that's how we actually feel those emotions. So I want you to try and practice that. And it's really different to what a lot of spiritual gurus, manifestation coaches will teach you because a lot of people are like, no, you've got to like be positive and like figure it, like solve it. You know, you've got to get to the bottom of it. And it's like, you can't get to the bottom of thoughts because you can't tell yourself to stop thinking about something. If I tell you to stop thinking about the pink elephant, all you can think about is the pink elephant. The only way that you can, you can let go of thinking about that is by just fully accepting it and letting it be there and it disappears but not if you're trying to resist it, right? And so if you're always resisting thoughts of like failure or worry or fear or doubt, you're making them louder and they're happening more and more and more until you're completely cut off from your intuition and you feel like you can't show up on Instagram anymore and you feel like you need to just quit your business, hide under your doona and never show your face again. (laughs) This is what happens. So what's been happening to me over the past month essentially is that one of my loved ones, someone very close to me in my life has been pretty unwell and I have had to be looking after them and giving a lot of my time and energy to this person. And about a week or two, they needed to go in for treatment, which meant that, you know, obviously that comes with a whole other kind of worries and fears and not being able to have, I guess, a normal relationship with this person because um, they're going to be in a hospital as opposed to actually being able to, you know, just go out for coffee or whatever it is. And so as this is all happening, before this person is going into treatment, I become like one of the main carers of this person who really relies on me and I need to be really available for them. And I also, I would say, slipped into a bit of codependency with this person in the sense that like I felt safe if I looked after them and I felt really worried when I wasn't with them that something bad would happen and I've really noticed that now over the past like two weeks getting back some more time for myself of how I kind of yeah created a little bit of a toxic cycle which I think is inevitable like you know if you're really worried about someone and you're not sure what's going to happen to them when you leave Like you just can't avoid that. Again, this is one of those things where it's like not beating yourself up for having a very normal human reaction to something that scares you to a a threat that feels real. You know what I mean? Um, And so because of this, this really stressful time, like I'd have just never needed to. Oh, that's probably not a 
not true, but like, I just felt like I had to pour so much attention. Not even I had to, I didn't feel like I had a choice, but to give this situation so much of my attention, my time, my energy. It was just all I could think about. I was constantly anxious about it, constantly worried about it. I've also realized, you know, since this person is in the treatment center that I have stopped getting migraines. Like it's really crazy. I was like doing all this physio and like taking Nurofen and nothing was making a difference. And now that this person is getting the care that they need, I feel so much better. Like I'm not getting headaches ever, like all of these crazy things. And so that's just been really stressful as you can imagine. If you've ever had a loved one that's unwell and needed to spend extended amounts of time in a hospital, like you just know that that is, becomes this center focus of your world. And I was not sleeping well because I was so stressed about it. Then I was stressed about not sleeping. And then that was bringing a whole other level of anxiety. Like my body was basically just existing in this space of, constantly feeling like something bad was about to happen around the corner. And I'm sure you can relate to that feeling. Like when one thing is stressing you out, then all of a sudden, any small thing that happens to you just seems to be so dangerous. Like any small little stress or anything that pops up, you're just like, oh my God, you immediately jump to the worst possible scenario. And it's like, because your bandwidth, you're so stretched. You like don't have the capacity to deal with any small other little stressful situations. With that, And something that I've really learned that has changed my business forever and the way that I sell, the way that I run things, because I was so focused on this whole situation in my personal life of taking care of this person and also just like trying to manage my anxiety around it. It meant that I didn't have time to deal with like loose conversations or even to engage in relationships where that person wasn't really meeting me in the middle. Um, The way that I showed up on my social media was like, what is really important? What's critical that I need to share today rather than a trap that a lot of coaches fall into. And what I see, what I've got to kind of untrain my clients out of is just posting because we think the more that we post, the more clients we'll get, or, you know, the more that people see us, the more likely they are to sell, which the more likely they are to invest, which like obviously is true to a point. But if we're doing, doing, doing all the time, just because we're hoping for an outcome or we're trying to make things quicker and we're not actually giving any space to receive, we're not thinking about how high quality that work is, then it actually ends up being a hindrance to our ability to be successful. And so being so focused and so worried about something completely unrelated to my business meant that the conversations I was having with future clients and even existing clients became really at a new level of making sure that what I was saying was powerful, potent, and direct, that I wasn't trying to fluff things up, which I I didn't notice, I guess I was doing so much, but I suppose when you're trying to do as much as possible to give that person the best service as possible, you can fall into sweetening things up a little bit more. And so, and you know, it's not something I would have noticed until now I've got the comparison of what I do and how I show up. I'm really like, to people that message me about my offers, I'm like, yep, you can join if you want to. And I let them go through their process of figuring it out. Or sometimes people sign up straight away. Um, And I think that what this really speaks to and something that I'll be covering at a much more in-depth, like strategy wise in the Effortless Sales Masterclass is when your business becomes your whole life and it's all you can focus on and all you're thinking about is like, when am I getting the next sale? When is this person putting through the, you know, the sale, the sale, whatever. You are existing in this anxious energy and you're wanting one thing to give, to make you feel better. You think that only one thing can make you feel better. 
what you have to do as a business owner in order to be successful is release some of that hyper awareness around your business because then you will be able to act from this place of I'm doing this because I love it and I'm doing this because I know I'm meant to rather than I'm doing this because I've got to get the sale and I'm doing this because I need to feel good and I'm doing this because I need the validation like that's that's what you're doing if you're really honest with yourself and when you have something else in your life that's like It gives you a sense of purpose that reminds you of who you are, that you also derive joy and happiness and love from, then getting that sale doesn't seem as important, but it happens much easier. It it, it happens much more and like it feels almost inevitable, even though the thing is, is that it's probably going to happen in the same time. But when you're doing something that you like are really focused on, like, you know, for me, obviously the example is a little bit different because I was focused on something that I was so stressed about. But you can imagine if you had something else in your life that you were focusing on that you loved, like you loved going surfing and you had you were part of like a surfing club and you go out for coffees on the weekend and you go training together, like whatever. And you still run your business full time, but it's not like the only thing in your life that gives you a sense of identity. It's not like the only thing in your life that gives you a sense of purpose. And if you feel so fulfilled in your life, imagine how much of a powerful business owner you're going to be. Imagine how much more like clear and um, uplifting your sales conversations are going to be. They're going to go from coaching people through the sale and making sure that they know all the details and making sure that they feel really safe in making the investment to people coming to you, you telling them what it is, you letting them make their decision in their own time and then them doing it. And what like what's going to position you more as a leader? What's going to position you more as a magnetic person that knows what they have to offer? And obviously, you know which one, like not the version that's like coaching people for free and like making people feel really comfortable and safe and making sure that they have all of the information before they even invest. When you show up and you give, but not to a point of like obsessing over your client, making the sale or taking the action, that's when you become magnetic. That's when you teach your nervous system that sales are safe. That's when you teach your nervous system not to be scared of um, clients not following through. Because you've set up a trap for yourself when you're so stressed about whether or not someone is buying that your brain starts to perceive it as a threat and it wants to subconsciously avoid it. And this is how we block ourselves from hitting the next income level. This is how we block ourselves from making more offers, from asking for the sale and making more money and making more of an impact as well. You need to make sure that selling, that having those conversations, that getting money from your clients and posting on your social media about your offers feels so safe and secure in your body that nothing can waver your confidence in what you are selling. Because if it does, your body, your mind is subconsciously going to hold you back from producing your good content. It doesn't want you to be seen. It doesn't want you to be put in a position where you might feel threatened, where you might feel like you're in danger, where you might feel like you're going to be rejected. So I hope you're having some big realizations for this because I know reflecting on this process, I really have. And this is honestly just scratching the surface of what I'm going to be teaching in the masterclass. And the good thing about joining the masterclass is you'll get the opportunity to also ask a question and get some tailored advice because there will be a chance to like comment and do a QA and a as well. So, you know, I'm realizing all of this when I'm going down to Melbourne, as I'm saying, and I booked this trip down to Melbourne because as I said, my person who was unwell, went into this hospital treatment and I didn't have to be their primary carer anymore. Um, And I knew that I really wanted to get away, but for the past like two years, obviously it's been so tricky to get away. And 
just like, I don't know. I was talking to one of my clients about it this morning. I felt like it's been quite hard for me to initiate adventures after lockdown. I'm still like stuck in my routine. And obviously I moved a lot during lockdown. So I was moving in different houses. So that in itself was like quite a lot of energy and I just, you know, I have felt like it's, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, like it's just felt hard and almost inconceivable to book a trip. And also then you're wondering, is it going to get canceled or am I going to get COVID and I'm not going to be able to go and blah, blah, blah. Like all of these kind of things pop up, right? But anyway, it was a really, really cool experience to be able to get that intuitive download, follow it, book the tickets to Melbourne, booked them not even a week ago. And I'm already back from Melbourne, such a lol not have to ask anyone like you know just obviously my partner's really supportive she was like yep go I just knew I needed to go by myself and it was actually one of my goals for the year was to do a solo trip by myself and I just wanted to go midweek like I didn't have a purpose to go I didn't care what day it was like I wanted to work when I went down there I just love like I love going to a new environment and getting to work it really just inspires me. I love getting to be in a hotel room and do my Zoom calls. Like it's just a really good energy for me to be in um, when I'm working on my business. So I booked this thing and like, this is a conversation I had with, with one of my other clients as well. Every single time you get an urge to do something and you're like, oh, I want to go to the coffee shop or like, oh, I want to go to Melbourne or oh, I want to text that person, whatever it might be. You have a million of them every day and you don't listen to it. And you go, nah, like, oh, you know, I can't be bothered or it's too much time or, you know, I I can't, I don't really want to go by myself or like, what am I going to wear? Like, whatever. And you let that ego voice come in and convince you why you shouldn't do it, convince you why you should just like stay at home or stick to your routine or do what you always do, whatever. You're basically telling your intuition like, nah, don't trust you. Nah, don't want to do it. Nah, don't believe you. And that really, really breaks your relationship with yourself. Like obviously your intuition is a muscle. So the more that we use it by listening to it and taking action on it, despite what our ego says, the stronger that it becomes. And also that's how we build trust within ourselves. Like if we never do things that our intuition is suggesting or nudging towards, how do we build that trust within ourselves, right? So I want this to be your encouragement as well. If you're getting like a little, ooh, like I want to do something, the next time that happens, Go and do it despite what your ego says, despite what your mind is telling you. Because if it's trying to write, like I, the way that I see things now as well is if your ego is trying to justify why you shouldn't do something, I take that as even more of a reason to do something. So for example, and this works like to do something or to not do something. Like sometimes I'll be like, oh, like I just want to stay in bed. And then my ego is like, oh, no, you should go for a walk and you should do this and you should blah, blah, blah. And what happens if you don't go for a walk? And what if you and my ego goes and I'm like, you know what? That's more of a reason to stay in bed. Like it just that's the way that you want to see it. Or sometimes and these are really simple examples. But like sometimes I'll be like walking and I'm like, okay, I'm going to like get some lunch and I'm going to buy some lunch. And my ego might come in and be like, but you have this food at home, but you shouldn't spend money on food. But, 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 but. And I'm like, you know what, ego, I'm going to take that. I'm going to put it in my pipe, smoke it. And it's given me even more of a reason as to why I'm going to eat that lunch. I'm going to listen to that intuitive niggle. So anyway, flew down to Melbourne by myself. Haven't been on a solo trip in years before COVID. Like I went, I, I, the last solo trip I think I did was when I went to Byron Bay for a business retreat, maybe in 2019. Landed in Melbourne and as soon as I got to the hotel room, I just felt so alone, so overwhelmed. I think everything that has been going on for me over the past month and even before that, you know, there's obviously been a lot happening in my life. 
just hit me. And I just got all of a sudden really um, fearful. I became really like scared that I was in Melbourne all alone and I was far away from my family, from my partner. Like I started going into this anxious spiral. Like what if something happens to me and I have to go to the hospital and no one's here? Like it sounds really ridiculous, but I, again, I'm sure you can relate to that feeling of like when things have been really stressful for a while or you're feeling really overwhelmed or really tired and you go into a new environment And it just all of a sudden hits you and you kind of spiral into these like really intense worst case scenarios and it just feels really real. And you know what? I just really let myself cry. I mean, I don't don't feel like I had a choice, but I also just like really was just like, you know what? I need to move through this sadness. And we don't speak enough about how when there is a significant life event that happens to you and it feels really like stressful and it's a it's eventful like there's a lot happening those moments afterwards when you kind of are like excited for the new phase and you feel like things are finally getting better and you're like okay I can resume my life or I can kind of get back to what's important to me how there's like a lot of sadness that happens because you're like wow I went through that and all of these things happened and I survived it and now I've got to let go of that part of my life I'm going to let go of being the carer for this person I've got to let go of um the I guess like the anxiety around or even just being sad about feeling so anxious for such a long time and like seeing that come to an end like it just and obviously you know this person is still in treatment like it's not like even guaranteed that they're going to be better yet so I feel like there was a lot of sadness that came up with that and so I just cried and cried and cried and cried and I cried and then I cried some more And then I got up and I was like, you know what? I can either sit here. And I luckily I had a comedy show booked. So I I had to leave. Like I was like, I'm not going to not go to this, even though, you know, I would have if I really didn't want to, I obviously would have. But I think it was a good thing because then I got myself up, took myself out to dinner, had a prawn pizza, had an Aperol spritz, went to the comedy show. And like I just comedy shows are my new obsession. It's like my latest hobby, I guess you could say. Because you just get so like wrapped, like when you're watching someone perform live, it's not like a movie or Netflix or whatever, because you just watch them and you want to pay them attention and you want to be respectful and you get really into it and you like that person. Like this was a performer that I knew. So it was like really fun for me to see them live as well. The next day I woke up and just felt so rejuvenated. Like I just think I needed a big sleep. Like I just... Yeah, it was just, um, it was that, you know, that feeling when you're so exhausted, I'd been on the plane, I'd had a huge day, I'd bawled my eyes out and you just have a big sleep and you just know that something has shifted within your body. And that something that has shifted in my body is just reminding myself of the importance of following that niggle. Because that's what makes you feel in your power. If you're constantly going, oh, no, I'll do it later. Oh, I'll wait till I feel ready. I'll wait till I feel better. I'll wait till I have more money. I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. We're giving away our power and your ego is running the show. And it feels so sluggish. Like, what's the word? It feels so like gray and mundane to be existing in the same thing and, and thinking that you can't control things, thinking that you can't change things. Because really think about it, like every time that you have done something out of your comfort zone, that's been scary. So, you know, maybe you invested a big amount into a coach. Maybe you went on a solo trip. Maybe you finally put yourself out there on a dating app. Every time you do it, even though the fear is there, even though you're not sure how it's going to go, even though you almost talked yourself out of it, you always survived, right? 
And most of the time, it actually led to a better outcome than you, than you could ever, ever, ever have expected. Yet here you are still waiting for a sign and still wondering, should I do it? Is it the right decision for me? Losing all of this valuable time where you can put your intuition back in the driving seat, whereas now your ego is running the show. So yeah, then the next day in Melbourne, I really just embraced this tourist lifestyle. I went to the museum, I walked around, I had the first call of the Scale Mastermind, which is my six month long-term high level mastermind for business owners that are ready to scale to consistent five figure months. And we're building out product suites, we're deepening the money mindset skills, and of course, working on our sales sales skills. Um, so we had that first call. I had a call with my brilliant, incredible coach, Haley, which was amazing. We mapped out the next quarter. You know, this is the last quarter of the financial year. So very, very exciting things happening. And again, being in Melbourne, and I think this is something that a lot of business owners are missing in terms of like their why they run their business. Like you started your business to have freedom. And yet here you are working as much as often, always checking your phone, thinking that you have to still work a nine to five, even though you're your own boss. Like there is actually so much more available to you when you have the right structures in place, when you've got the right support and you learn how to clean up your energy and ensure that you're acting from an intuitive, higher level place rather than letting the ego run the show. Because whenever I'm away, I'm always reminded because I'm in a new place, right? So I'm looking at things and I'm going, spending the day like at the museum and wanting to explore and whatever. And I realize like how, how efficient I can be with my work, how much I can get done in a short period of time and how much I can enjoy life and do different things and spend my days looking at museums and going shopping and going to different bakeries, whatever it might be. And the business still thrives. The business still runs. So if there's anything I can offer you from my experience in Melbourne as well, and this whole experience that I've had with this really challenging time is that it's forced me to surrender. I haven't had a choice. And actually it's led my business to be so much more successful. I've had so much more fun with it. And it's given me a whole new perspective. Like even when I was there, something I was talking about with my business coach was that I just wanted to involve people in my life a little bit more. I wanted my Instagram to not be so structured isn't the right word, but I think I do try to always make everything really valuable, which is obviously great for everyone watching because you could... Like there's so much advice in terms of life, mindset, personal development, business on my Instagram, but also people like to be involved in my life. And let me know if you're listening to this podcast, if you're like, yes, I want more like lifestyle content. I want to see more like what the fuck you do with your day. Because also when you go to Melbourne, like when you go traveling, there's exciting things that you want to post on your Instagram stories. And so I was sharing and everyone was loving it and I was getting heaps of feedback and more story views. And again, it just gave me that external almost experience of like people are interested in your life as well as the valuable advice you have around your business. And I've been feeling this real calling deep within me to open up a little bit more and share behind the scenes and just like, yeah, like I said, show more of my life. And when I was there, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Because when we're thinking about our Instagram, like there's obviously things that we need to ensure are in place in order to have a successful business. Like the way that you show up, the way, the language that you use, how you sell your things, how can you communicate the value in your offers? There's things that we need to be doing a hundred percent and everything that you think you need to do, but you don't really want to do. I can guarantee you there is an example of someone in your life who's not following any of the rules, who's being really successful. So why are you still telling yourself this narrative that I have to do things in a certain way and there's only one way to be successful. And if I don't, then I'm going to crash and burn because it's a myth. 
it's a myth and something that I'm really passionate about and is, and is a central focus for all of my clients moving forwards with their businesses is doing things in the most intuitive way. Like finding what really suits you rather than thinking, okay, this is the blueprint to success or this is how you have to structure your content. We will sprinkle things in there that will really supercharge what approach you are taking to ensure that obviously, you know, like if you're just posting like inspirational quotes or pretty photos all the time, like you ain't going to get very far in your business. But when we really access your intuition and we really access within you what it is that you actually want to share, your business will explode, especially when it's supported by the right foundation, supported by the right strategy. (sighs) Okay, I'm going to leave this podcast episode here. I'm going out to dinner tonight. It's a Friday night. I'm excited. I've showered. I've washed my hair for the first time in a week. Wow, we're loving it. If you liked this episode, let me know. Share it to your stories if you feel so inclined. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review. Always keen to hear from you and talk to you soon.